0: Welcome back to another episode of Out on a Limb Podcast with your hosts, Allison and Will and Samantha. And we have a super fun topic today called Things That Go Bump in the Night, which mm. means we're going to cover a lot of different topics. Uh, energies that might be nefarious or ghosts or residual energies. I that word, nefarious. Right. I know, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Or attachments or any of those kinds of things we're going to just see where this topic leads us. Okay. Now I know for a fact, Samantha, you've had a lot of cool experiences uh, dealing with hauntings or energies and vortexes and interesting things that were causing a little bit of havoc Mm -hmm. with clients. Yes, the one I'm thinking of specifically was what you alluded to in one of our other episodes about the horses. Yes. Do you want to share? I'm just going to give one, one
1: word responses. Yes.
0: <laughs> share, share with our audience about that uh, whole experience because there were two different things that you handled there. There, there was a
1: two. lot of things going on there. Um, yeah. This this was such a cool place. This farm and it had such an amazing history. Um, when the client called and asked if I would come out, um, I had never been on site for someone. You know i'd done like mediumship readings to groups of people right but i'd never gone like on site for a haunting you know kind of thing Mm -hmm, so it was mm -hmm. really cool so the first time so i've been out there twice the first time i went out there um she was having an issue with um cabinet doors being left open Mm -hmm. and you know just kind of some sounds some weird things going on just um and she had known that someone had passed away in the house so Mm -hmm before they came into this um, ownership and so she just was looking for confirmation it was upsetting to their son you know things like that so anyway um and she also wanted to have a mediumship reading from her mother mm. so that's not that's not the bump that goes you know in the night kind of thing that was that was an amazing wonderful thing um and and the and the thing that went bump in the night too <laughs> with a guy um you know it was It was disconcerting for them because they didn't know what it was Mm -hmm. the moment that you can place this is what it is Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden it's it's less scary you know it's it's more understandable so um i was able to you know just be in the house get the feel of it and i was like okay i'm being drawn over to this area i feel this energy but it wasn't a malevolent energy Mm -hmm. it wasn't um but i could definitely tell that that energy was feeling just as present in that space so they felt like they had every right to be there Mm -hmm. and it was it wasn't any intent to do anything negative they were just living their life yeah they were manipulating energy without going i want to open this door you know it was they were just naturally inhabiting the space Mm -hmm. and so you know it was to just acknowledge that they were there the understanding that they were there and you know and i told her i i don't want to be the one to say it i want you just to say you know that it's time to just kind of calm down take it easy you know it's right. scaring us having all this stuff going on we recognize that you're here you know but we need to be the way i explain it to her is being in separate planes, dimensions mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. know and so if he became aware of it and they became aware of it that perhaps that would subside it and sure enough, that was—I mean—that was all that was required. So it wasn't a, you know, wasn't. I mean, people could say, "Oh, it's poltergeist," because you know, cabinets are open, sure. doors are, you know. So you would think, but um, not everything is necessarily nefarious, right? Sometimes it is. Just
0: you know, you're just coexisting in that space, and the dimensions yeah. are bleeding over, Because over right. yeah. I've
1: experienced that, like <clears throat> where my mother used to live on Hilton Head. Um, there on this peninsula, on this marsh, um, I could just be sitting at her house and suddenly see the natives who used to live there mm-hmm. lived on this point. I could literally just see them doing their thing. Now they weren't, she didn't detect them. They weren't making any noise. You know, They were literally walking through her house like it was part of the land. There was wow. no acknowledgement that there was a house there either. Yeah. And I could see them living their existence. Mm-hmm. So it was literally reality <laughs> or dimensions um, timelines, I yeah. guess it is blending, and um, and I felt like they were slightly aware of something watching them that I was aware of them. Interesting, but it, that was the most that you know. Wow. So it was, but it again, it wasn't anything that I needed to go. This isn't right. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. just ooh, that's cool. <laughs> right.
0: It was, and haven't you noticed those? Mm. Didn't you see a Civil War soldier? Or yeah.
2: That. Yep. Our friend's, at a friend's house. At a friend's house. Um, she lived out her property um was right up against yeah it was on a creek but it was right up against an old plantation Oh, and it was there were civil there was a civil war encampment there and she you know she gave me kind of the backstory but didn't tell me where on the property and that so i just went out and i walked the property line and as i'm walking the property line i got to a certain point and i heard a mirrored set of footsteps in the kind of in the grass crackling as Mm -hmm. I would step, I'd hear it and I'd stop. It would stop. I start (laughs) walking. It would start again and I would look and it was open enough to where I could see through. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't a deer, there wasn't an animal or anything, but there was definitely a spirit there, a residual spirit that just was, you know, I would say guarding the property line, right? You know, they knew I was there and they were just doing their thing and we never interacted, but, and then I, I went past a certain point and it stopped. But then when i came back it picked up right where i left off and then went up to the point at which it picked up previously so in that one slot yeah that's it was, they the were pacing back and forth and they would they would guard that area it was kind of cool i've not you know and i've i've not experienced physical interactions mm-hmm. like um you know cabinet doors opening or things like that so it's it's so it's I don't know how I would react if I saw that, you know, I, I don't know how I, you know, I, as much work as I've done working with, you know, uh, for, you know, people. He's loved- to the
1: experience now. Yeah, absolutely. It's coming. You know, for,
2: for people's, you know, working with people's loved ones that have transitioned yeah. and, and calling them and and working with them, that's a whole different experience, right? It's a whole different. It's
0: contained. Right, it's, it's
2: It's, yeah, it's more.
0: Yeah. It's more. And physical manipulation.
1: Yeah, and Touching exactly. you or exactly, things like that. Exactly. Well, the worst that I've had. Because now, now, you know, it's like we start talking about this stuff, and it's like, stories oh, come wait back. A minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my husband was with me for this one, and um, and he was kind of blown away by how I was reacting. It's like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. But um, we were in Las Vegas, and at the end of the strip is this old casino called Circus Circus, which mm-hmm. was a heyday yeah. for the um, you know mm-hmm. mob, kind of. And um, I just remember it as a child. My parents loved to go there. We had a room there. You could open the, as I remember from a child's mind you open the door and in the center atrium area just outside your hotel room door there's all these activities taking place it's like oh, a wow. circus a carnival okay and so it was hard to go to bed because I wanted to play and my oh, brother would sneak yeah. out oh and, yeah yeah um and my parents of course were in the casino having a great time so um, anyway I wanted to see just if it lived up to what I remembered and I knew it was old and you know probably wasn't looking so great so you, you know, in Las Vegas, you always have to go through the casino first. Mm -hmm. So it's daytime, we and we were staying in another casino, but it was newer. And you know, just I didn't catch any of these vibes. But we walk in. And all of a sudden, it's like, I felt like I was walking through sludge. Mm. It literally felt like knee high sludge. And uh, then, you know, as I became aware of that energy, it's like that energy became aware that I was aware and then I could feel literally it's like feeling think of you know Dante's Inferno you know I could feel hands going out like you say hands but it was like tendrils of Mm. energy going out and trying to grab a hold of me wow Wow. my head I've never told this to y'all no (laughs) this is fascinating (laughs) yeah this is fascinating so um I like my head got so clouded because the you know, at, at that point, I wasn't always good with my empathic like shutting mm-hmm, down, bringing mm-hmm. the energy in. So I was picking up on all of this mm. just ooze and crud and um, I finally just like I couldn't even open my eyes and it, it, my lids were heavy and stuff and I put my arm out and I just told my husband I'm like, just you've got to pull me through. And he's looking at me like, what? And I'm like, you just have to pull me through. <laughs> wow. Please pull me through, you know? Wow. And so, and he's like, you want to go back outside? And I'm like, no, because I was determined. I was halfway sure. through. I wanted to yep, go going all the way well. through. Wow. Yeah. So we went through the other side and right after we got out of the casino, I could just feel it like just Strip away, yeah. And um, so I sat there and just thought about what I was experiencing. Like it was so creepy. And, you know, I, I knew exactly what, it, you know. Sure. So there is energy that, that you know souls who I, souls or residual energy i don't really know i can't say for sure but um but they, they were individual residual energy or whatever that was hanging out these are the energies they talk about when people drink too much or they have vices that yeah. when they kind of zone out they step in which oh yeah, yeah. i have that one too i can tell. so they step <laughs> in and um and they live vicariously mm. through the negative energy of the people playing at the mm-hmm. casino, drinking, wow, smoking, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, and I recognized that they, you know, cause there's like almost no one else in the casino. And I was like fresh meat that wow, they, that yeah. I could sense them. Good point. So totally, <clears throat> totally crazy. Wow. Yeah. 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 And that to me represented as, like I said, sludge, mm-hmm. um, dense, yeah, dense and dark.
2: Thick. Yeah.
1: You know, there was nothing there was nothing light. But did you
2: did you were you fearful? Where did you fear anything? Because I mean, most people no. would walk into that and they would feel something like that. And then they would discount get, it or, or, or they, they would discount it go or go the opposite it. side and get completely fearful of it right? yeah, and get very, very scared and then want to run out. Right.
1: I don't know, because I recognized it as energy. I didn't feel like it was something that was going to possess me or, you know, um, I rec- To me, the way I interpreted it is they recognized my life force mm-hmm. and the fact that I recognized them. And that felt so much better than those that they were feasting off of sure, or energetically, yeah. you know, whatever. And um, and so there was that desire or whatever. So it was more emotional, um, but it, there was nothing that made me think that, oh, they're going to possess me. They're going to take me over. Mm-hmm, I need to be worried mm-hmm. about this. Okay. It was just super uncomfortable and yep. kind of mind-blowing
2: <laughs> yeah it's interesting wow yeah that's that's because yeah, cool. certainly I mean,
1: was not expecting i totally not expecting yeah. that
2: well and, <laughs> and so you bring that up it's interesting because i i've had two situations that i that i will say were very similar but i didn't i didn't i didn't look at them as being you know that type of energy experience it was mm-hmm. It was just the denseness of the space, I mean, we will call it yeah. that. Um, and it was one you just you just recently went on a cruise. Mine took place the first time I experienced it was on a cruise. And it was shortly after hmm. my awakening and shortly after everything got turned on. We took a cruise and we were avid cruisers at that point. I mean, we were maybe once or twice a year. We'd go on, a, you know, maybe a five day or a seven day twice a year. Mm-hmm. And this, we were maybe day two into the cruise, and we went up into this common space. Like that, the
0: promenade. Yeah, along.
2: but it was all inside. And we've been in that space probably half a dozen times previously that before that day. And I just walked into that space, and I just, my head started swimming, and I just felt oppressed. And I felt like like something was just clenching into me, right? Mm-hmm. And. I, I said, I got to sit down. I can't even catch my breath right now. And I sat down at one of the windows and I was looking outside and it just kept squeezing and squeezing. And I just, I just started feeling nauseous. And I'm like, I got to go back to the room, went back to the room. It finally, it finally waned, you know, waned and went away. And then we went back up to the space and it was fine. There was something that was taking place in that space Mm -hmm. with all of the people that were in that small little space that just was either sucking the energy out, or I don't, I can't even tell you what it was. Like,
1: you don't know that if it was following somebody, right. or journeying with somebody,
2: and or... then just kind of attaching itself to everything there just to suck the life force out of that space with everybody in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, from that point forward, that the rest of the cruise, it was fine. It was just that moment. There was something that probably somebody might have had with them that just, Said, "Oh, hey, look a party! Let's just right open up the valve." Unless it was just
0: the overwhelm or people's energy. It could have been.
2: It could have been that. But but
1: but then you're thinking everyone's happy, you know? They're in an upbeat mood, so you should be picking up on good energy, energy. right? 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 So that's that's that's, so odd about that was very
2: bizarre. And then the then the next time it actually happened was um, shortly after uh, COVID and and then the lockdowns began. Mm -hmm. um, I walked into Walmart. And literally, had to turn around and walk out. I, I just, my whole entire essence just crumbled. I mean, it was like I couldn't catch my breath. It was just miserable. I said, "I got to go. I got to go." And there wasn't that many people in the store. Jeez. But it was just that oppressive. And so I, again, I couldn't liken it to one thing other mm-hmm. than maybe the collective, maybe depression of everybody. I that get was going that through collective.
1: That, right? I get that a lot when I. go. Sorry, we're not trying to trash any names here, <laughs> you know, but like CVSs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pick, you know, because there's people yeah, who are ill, true. who are moody, who are. Yeah. And so it becomes a thing, you know, it's yeah. that residual energy. Um, the closest that, I, okay, so I have had an encounter with dark beings, um, you know, when people talk about the closest thing I know to, you know, what somebody would call a demon or whatever. Mm. Um, I was in college and I remember waking up one night. This happened a couple of nights, I don't know if in, in a row or over a period of a week, but I was like done with it, you know, yeah. I, was, I couldn't go to sleep with my lights off after this, and this did scare me. I opened my eyes up and my room was relatively dark, except for the streetlight coming in, and at the end of my bed, I could see three beans. Like mm. just kind of oh yeah beans you know wow. and um and they were negative dark energy mm. like when you think black and you think nope there's nothing there it's a yeah. void yeah and and you know and I could detect that they were moving slightly and I was just like oh hell no oh wow <laughs> you know and that was before I mean yes I was reading some of those you know sure. interesting books and stuff but that was not a dream that was like I had opened my eyes up and then it's the whole thing of can I get to the lamp quickly before they come get me? You oh, know, right, like right. turning the light on is a Yikes. magic thing that's all, going to save you. All you know? the
2: all the movies start playing in your head of what you need to do at the moment. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And so that right. happened um, yeah. like at least I'm pretty certain it was like three times. And I don't um, recall what I did to have it stop. Hmm. It just. Or who it was or what it was. It, it was negative energy. I mean, it was I don't even know how to you know the closest thing you would think of is being like a demon a an energy created by something and left to roam on its own Mm. but i know that at some point i made from that experience Mm -hmm. um somewhere because that was in my i guess early 20s and it wasn't long after that that i made the decision that i simply was not going to accept that as part of my reality
2: Mm -hmm. and And then really good point it became
1: not a part of my reality yeah. You know, so then I didn't and I think that's why I didn't fear those things in the um casino because right. you know, if demons weren't a part of my reality, then what was this? This was energy. This was life right. force that yes. was existing. Right. There. Yes. So there was nothing for me to
2: Yeah, that's it. That's so why I won't
1: watch really super scary movies because I believe I could just turn that trigger back on. Sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a really good that's a really good point of segue because that's that's you know, from from our journey, uh, doing this work, right from the beginning of the channeling, or even even doing the Reiki and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people would ask us, oh, "Aren't you opening yourself up to negative energy? Aren't you opening are yourself up? Curious about right? that, aren't yeah. you yeah. opening yourself up to attachments? How do you protect yourself from attachments? I've been doing this for so many years. You need to protect yourself from attachments.
1: Oh, that's a big one.
2: And in my head, I'm going, "What attachments? My vibration is too high to have those attachments be even around. And okay."
1: So that's where you went with it right so
2: one one aspect is okay i'm being naive and i'm not looking into reality of Mm -hmm. what possibly could be but in my mind if it doesn't exist then it doesn't exist that's my reality
1: we're creator beings we're our reality our
2: vibration in order to do this work is up here Mm -hmm. their energy is down here and the essence of that energy what that energy is trying to do is Mm -hmm. achieve this level of energy so some may perceive it as being an attachment but in reality it's clinging to you to raise its vibration to yeah. get to oh, a bunch wow. of which point it can transition on or go do something greater mm-hmm. right so if you if you hold that awareness <laughs> if you hold <laughs> the aspect of yourself as being a creator being one mm-hmm. two your energy is more powerful than anything else out there then there's nothing to be fearful of of anything Attaching to you, Mm -hmm.
0: there were a couple of things in our conversations Mm -hmm. with these higher beings or angels or whoever we've communicated with Mm -hmm. your team for one thing and it's about trusting your team and knowing that when they're present they're not letting anything else in anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But they said, if you could see it from a vibrational aspect if you could see it from where we are you would recognize just energy because we don't hold a physicality so you would see this Mm -hmm. energy like you're floating here and this other energy would be floating here and it's not that it's negative or bad it's just that it's a lower vibrational energy and the reason it. feels bad or uncomfortable or scary to you is because you're vibrating up here and it's coming in down here and it doesn't. resonate and it doesn't feel good it feels foreign it feels alien it feels weird scary all of those things and. That the human mind is so powerful that we can put a shape or a form to those energies, Mm -hmm. so we can create a demon or a dragon or whatever this nefarious whatever you want to project upon upon it. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense, and then it makes it real. Yeah. Whereas otherwise, it's just energy. And if you recognize the power of your I am presence and your energy Mm -hmm. is greater than any of that, and so if you don't want those energies around you, there are ways you can talk to them and, and say, you know put out the intention that you don't want to deal with them, but really what they want us to learn how to do is to learn how to talk to them inquire what is it that you're here for what do I need to learn from you Mm -hmm. learn from you. Yes, Mm -hmm. why are you presenting to me, how can I help you or whatever, and if it is to bring it in and up and let it move on and go to the light or whatever it is that you need to do with it it's about engaging with it if you feel strong enough when you get to the point where you're ready to engage and that's
2: that's the that's the key is when you're when you feel energetically powerful enough to engage with it Mm -hmm. um and so you know okay so the 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 good point is in this is that if you don't feel you're comfortable you know at the point at which you know you can have those conversations with whatever you're perceiving at that point oh, if it's it being true. a yeah. dark you know entity or an attachment um again this is where discernment comes in and we spoke we had a little episode about discernment a while mm-hmm. back is to you know use your discernment and find those practitioners that can help you through that process and i would i would i would caution those that are seeking uh, practitioners, uh, in, in that practice of not to, you know, um, get hooked into a series of, (laughs) you know, perpetual healings or perpetual releases, because you have to, as the individual have to grow strong in your own energy, right? Yeah. Right. And you have to, you know, grow in your own, um, energetic form in order to hold these energies off
0: right because today i can clear a whole bunch of stuff off of my client and tomorrow they go back into their same environment and they're picking up stuff again because they haven't worked on self or figured out what it was that was causing that and that's the main reason why
1: i haven't gone there with people when they've asked about clearings i've I've had conversations Um, So here's an interesting thing. And I don't know if it's just that I have picked it up with some people, or if it's just a common thing that'll happen. But, you know, I've explained to people that if you know, if I were to come in and clear your house, but you know, and like, there's kids involved, there's teenagers, Mm -hmm. whatever, and whoever, maybe it's the parents, maybe it's the kids, but they're glorifying the experience. Yes. you know they're they keep attaching to it they keep bringing yep. the energy inviting yep. the energy back in so that it's never really leaving mm-hmm. and i can see how especially then you know you get into someone who sure i mean i i i know psychics out there who they're just like you know what if they're going to pay me i'm going to go out there and do it right. and i cannot operate that way right. you know i spend all that time on the phone to say if i'm coming out there i have to know that you're going to really Go with this, yep. and most people they just, they, you know, they just don't want to commit to that. They're like, it's partly exciting. It's it's a story. They're yeah. they're a victim. They yep. get to tell the story. Yeah. Yep. yeah, um, and there are people out there that honestly need the help. Yes, um, but there are certain you, you got to work with your mind, with your energy. You can't be sloppy
2: about it. Right, and that's mm-hmm. the thing is like we know when a client is ready to work with us on that realm because they they they're at a point and it's usually at that point that they're at their lowest with this, we'll say an attachment. We've had several clients that have just, they've exhausted everything else. Mm -hmm. They can't, they can't, you know, seem to get rid of whatever's there. And it's Mm -hmm. usually not as bad as they perceive it to be when we finally get into session with them. But they're also at that point, willing to do the work, willing to do the aftercare work. In order to not go back into those old patterns, not go back into those old situations and not do all that stuff to bring back in all that residual energy right. and
0: in our sessions, not only do we do the clearing but we're talking to the higher self and the higher self will give them <clears throat> advice about how to yes. disconnect maybe it's coming from a past life or there's some the, the higher self will give instructions <clears throat> but so often the higher self tells us that they wrote this into their contract mm-hmm. that they. They uh, intersected with these nefarious beings who were who they agreed would come into their reality wow. yep to show them that they're stronger than that. To, Ooh, test right. that would them, make sense. to help them to develop their I am presence and to be able to stand strong in the face of that or mm-hmm. to clear it a lot of uh, our friends there's a couple of our friends who purposefully are are there to be the conduit to be the clearer yes to bring in that energy not necessarily bad but all kinds of energy to transmute it Mm -hmm. Um, so if that's your contract yeah
1: okay so i'm gonna pause us here not not off camera pause but i i wrote something down y'all saw me scribbling
0: (laughs) oh it's an on-camera pause yes
1: okay so do you feel anything in this room right now we're so focused on this that's probably cuz i don't necessarily feel an energy <laughs>
2: so i'll tell Give you what essential. happened
1: you brought up the fact that we need to um that you don't you got to to be cautious you're very specific about being cautious about getting someone who's going to get you into a cycle mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. of that yeah From over here, I heard this, uh huh. (laughs) And I don't hear voices. Like, rarely, rarely do I hear voices. Interesting. But that's, and I wrote it down here because I'm sitting there going, (laughs) someone is listening in on this conversation with us. And it came across
2: like an acknowledgement. Yeah, interesting.
1: And so that's why I was like, Ooh, you know, I
2: just got, yeah, I just got hit with <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah,
1: because, you know, with all of this going on, like now I'm sweating, all of this going on, you know, we're so into this moment, we're being yeah. very physical. So I like people ask me all the time. They're just like, what well, did you do? You, you know, we're in an old fort. Yeah. Do you feel any presence here? Yeah. And I'm like, no just enjoying the 3 D yeah. experience and it would take me time like i have to do it with intention because of being an empath and mm-hmm. having my you know my aura You'd all over the place the
0: time. Yeah. yeah
1: and i've learned just to naturally keep it in close keep it shut yeah. down and so i yeah i would have to i mean sometimes i'll catch something out of the corner of my eye and like you know you look and you're like oh i don't see anything but but i know i just saw something go out of the corner of my eye but yeah i i I don't go into graveyards going, oh, my God, am I going to feel something?
0: And that's
2: you bring up a good point, because I, I, too, am one that is not open all the time. And I, I that's obviously. Which is t-
0: why typically you can go into Walmart.
2: Right. Typically. Exactly. <laughs> or I can go into just about oh, anywhere and not have a problem. <laughs> yeah. But when when I do go into somewhere and I do have a problem that's when i have to really do a self-awareness check and go okay what's going on yeah where is is this me or is it the collective is it what is it where where is this coming from but yeah they're they're, i mean you know and i'll I'll address those people that are open all the time you know they shut it down well no i you know (laughs) but it is there you know it is just as much as you I'll say just as much as they enjoy it being open, it also is very debilitating at times because I hear both mm-hmm. sides of that from from individuals that are open all the time, yeah. and and they can't get on with their lives because there's so much everybody's talking to them and everything's around and everything is attacking them, quote unquote attacking them. They're not you know being attacked, but everything's coming at them very quickly, and so you know it, it, it's you know the the one thing I guess I want to get across is is really finding our own powerful aspect, our own I am, right? And you Mm -hmm. you mentioned that earlier. It's that finding that true strength, that true divine strength in ourselves, knowing that we Mm -hmm. are more powerful than anything else that's out there and
1: which is the biggest lie we were ever sold is that we're not powerful? yeah Yeah, we're not powerful we gotta go to everyone else for our power
2: yeah and no the power resides in you and and so you know is that going to help everybody no but it'll if you can start to picture yourself as being a purely divine being and being your your energy that you carry with you is stronger than anything that's out there Hopefully that'll give you enough power to when you are, you know, something's at the foot of your bed or something, you know, you know, stands there in the kitchen or mm-hmm. whatever, or you're somewhere and you see a, 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 an apparition or a being or whatever it might be that you recall that moment of going, no, I'm stronger than that. Now, let me ask you the questions
0: and if we can replace fear with curiosity to the yes. greatest success I, that's what possible. I was wanting to say. I was
1: like <laughs> that is the that yeah. was the other point to drive home because and that's what you know we've talked about Bashar, mm-hmm. we've talked yeah. about um just other thought leaders and and yeah. other entities that have come in that have told us, you know, if you can stay in that position of curiosity, yeah. it, everything's fluid, yeah. Because even
0: things that we perceive as negative are there to teach us something or we can learn something yes, from them yes. um, yep. or figure out what they need. Yeah. What, how can I help you? Yeah. How can I help you?
2: That's oh, a very good point. I, I love that.
0: Um, so I'm curious, did you get any sense who that was?
1: No, because I'm, I'm so shut down, but I started getting sweaty after I mentioned it, which means like I, yeah, there's I know there's something... Yeah here and I, I'm not sure what it is but they're fascinated I just that well, much I got they're fascinated by this conversation
0: and well that's funny <laughs> about this conversation because we know that this tree house is filled with energies at all times <laughs> you get wind coming through yeah so it's so funny that um <clears throat> they tell us that a lot of times they are here to learn mm-hmm. like spirit guides will bring their underlings or whatever to oh learn God. how to be a spirit They'll sit guide. right over here on yeah. the pew.
2: We so we
0: have a church pew. Over here. <laughs> we have behind, a church pew. Yeah, lean forward me, a little bit. Right you said the church pew, there you go.
2: So <laughs> when we first when we had our inaugural uh, opening weekend, mm-hmm. I was doing one of the first channeling events up here. And we had maybe 25, 30 people in the room. And while in trance, and again I mentioned this a couple of times, I don't sense, I don't remember, I don't you know, I don't see anything while I'm in trance, but this particular moment, about halfway through, um, and it stuck with me all the way to the end. It felt as if a number of people got up in the, in the, during the session and moved over to the pew, like (laughs) got up out of their chairs and walked over to the pew. Okay. In my energetic field, that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. So when I came, as I was coming out of trance, I, fully expected to turn to my left and see five or 10 people sitting on the pew and there weren't a soul.
1: Okay, wow.
2: Well, then I checked in <laughs> with a couple other people in the room that are extremely sensitive and they said, and I didn't say anything. And I, other than to say, I think I said, did, did anybody feel anything take place during my session? And they said, yes, there was a group or, or a cluster of energy beings or whatever Come into the room and they all went over here to the corner.
0: It was like they were learning. They were coming right. into a classroom to right. learn. It's so fascinating. Yeah.
2: And so and so every time we have yeah. events up here other people that are very sensitive, they sense the room filling up. And a lot of times they sit over here on the on the pew. So nobody yeah. else wants
0: to
1: sit on a pew. <laughs> it's a pew. Hey. <laughs> a little, little
2: little odd fact about this pew, it still has bubblegum stuck oh, underneath gross. the seat. We so. did not <laughs> i left that from the little, purpose, kids, that from the church, little ch- kids that were in the uh, little kids that were in church they still the, their energy still in, attached to that that piece so
1: um i don't know if in your studies um you know psychic studies mm-hmm. if you've come across because this is a typical um one of the typical little lesson things you'll mm-hmm. go through detecting energy is psychometry yes so yes um and i've had fun with psychometry mm-hmm. and was fun I find going into okay, so I say, you know, I'm closed down. But when I go into flea markets, Mm -hmm. I can't seem to pull in my energy enough in a flea market. Mm -hmm. And so when I get around old furniture, I just start picking Ah, up stuff Um, when I get around like, you know, the old like you'll find um, the old hairbrushes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're silver plated or whatever. Like I can go over to those and put my hands around it and I can see the woman brushing her hair. You know, I can see who it is, you know, almost like, I can't say the year, but I can feel from the clothing. I can get an idea of the timing on it. There was one um, that this woman I was with really, she wanted to buy it. And I'm like, no, you just can't. You just, you can't, you can't clear that energy. Cause the woman was so unhappy. Oh, I mean, wow. mean, it was just, it was all about her beauty, nothing else. She was so miserable. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I mean, she wasn't, miserable. she knew that was her only value. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, and I, I'm sure that you can clear any energy, but I was like, why Ooh, you just don't need that, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I do pick up on, on things like that. And I've had, it, oh, like my girlfriend, Letty. Um, so she shows me this new piece of furniture and she's really excited about it. And she's like, um I'm trying to remember if she she brought this up and I said yeah I'll come over and check it out she said I don't know why but and it's this old wood cabinet kind of thing and she said if you put your hands right here you can feel cold air coming up cold air Mm. like the house is not cold but there's cold air coming up and I put my hand over and you could feel the cold air and it's like wow. we could not get to the bottom i tried you know with that just like the psychometry on that or whatever and nothing was coming it was just but i i sat there for the longest time just going now you know let's see if you stand over here like you know trying to figure out the currents <laughs> in right. the draft?
2: house Is there a, yeah
1: but it was coming up between these two pieces of wood like why would air be coming up from underneath inside it the cabinet
2: right it wouldn't
1: so yeah yep. cold cold is um a definite sign of energy that i'm just not wanting to be really curious about really interesting <laughs> I, just, I just do not it's it's a you know neither would i mean heat would be a warning to me something you know mm-hmm. um you know that just reminds me of you know you're hitting something hot but Cold is like, it's an absence of energy is how it feels to mm, me. It feels like a, a polar opposite of what it should be. Okay. Um. So whenever I come, like, you know, like they talk about, you know, when a spirit enters a room, the well, room it sucks, gets cold. It,
2: yeah. Right. It's yeah. to manifest it. It has to yeah, mm-hmm. draw the energy, which then leaves a deficit, which then leaves cold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And so there's something, there's something to that. And when I feel objects and there's this coldness or something like that, I, I just don't even, I, I'm not a ghost whisper. I'm not looking for yeah, those. Yeah. I'm, I'm into healing. I'm into, sure. you know, having people feel better. Yep. Um, I'm not into what the hell's going on with this piece of furniture. I mean, it's fun and it's yeah. cool, but it's like, Ooh,
2: yeah, I, you know, and I guess I'm just a very, I'm at my nature. I'm a very curious and just, you know, I, I like to explore and I like to, I don't want to say challenge myself with different things, but yeah I've given the opportunity to try different things i I want to definitely you know experience that and one one opportunity was there was a a local restaurant here that um, uh, yeah right that they knew it was haunted, mm-hmm. but they wanted to see if it could be cleared of the because the ghosts whatever they might be, were giving the cook staff. The, the, the chefs a hard time. I mean, they were like pushing stuff over. They were, you know, it was they were actually physically interacting with stuff in the kitchen. Yeah. And they wanted to clear that out of there. So um, it was a good friend of Allison's that worked there, and then between myself and uh, another friend of ours, we went over there to after they had closed one evening to go through the place and see if we could sense some stuff. And and we did. There was a few things that we did move along, but there was one small little boy that was in the place. And there's a garden room. So there's a the main a restaurant. Boy? What's that? A real boy? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, one no, a, little had, little,
0: okay. Little, little, a little energetic boy. Okay. A little, a <laughs> little ghost boy. Okay. <laughs> and um, are you a real
2: boy? Right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and so there's the main restaurant. Then there's a little garden room that has some seating area. Well, he would go from opening to opening, and that is probably the only time I've you know it's I don't I didn't see him head on
1: the corner yeah there's something about this can perceive it mm -hmm. that
2: peripheral action where I could see him poke his head around the corner and I'd go over there and then my friend she would see him on the other side so he would dash back and forth and we could never get him to a Mm -hmm. point at which he would want to move so we were like you know what if he's not doing it, well, he wasn't, harm, he
0: wasn't bad. He, he was wasn't playful, bad. He yeah. was just
2: playful. So we just let him be. But other than that, we, there was a vortex that was on the second floor that was allowing spirits to come and go. <laughs> so we shut that portal down. I mean, it, it was, so intense that you would step into that portal and you would actually feel feel yourself starting to spin. Oh, wow. And not physically spin, but energetically. So we shut that down because it was a portal that was opening, allowing spirits to come and go and reside in that space. Mm-hmm. Portals so,
1: needs to be another topic, right? Portals and prob- vortexes. Yeah, probably. Good point. <laughs> right good point. Because there's some good stuff with that. And, and the history of that place <laughs> yeah. runs
2: so the town that we live near, Somerville, South Carolina, it's not super old but it's old enough um and that particular building has been through many different iterations and one of which was a brothel Oh, right so it it has that energy in it so um so there was a lot of work that we did there and apparently after that took place a few residual things still continued Mm -hmm. but it it did lessen so Mm -hmm. which was good i mean that's you know it, it was a good experience i mean uh you know that was that was an interesting experience i've not you know, ever experience. the other aspect of that? That same person that we did that work with, she grew up doing this type of work with working with ghosts and doing okay. different things like that. And her mother, I guess it was her mother, or somebody in the family, or maybe it was a group of them in the family. They would do the um, the table.
0: Oh, little yeah, table dance, tipping,
2: table t- dancing, or whatever. It's yeah, table tipping. tipping, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And we always were like, <laughs> we want to do this. We want to do this, you know? So, but we never got it. I, I'm curious. I, you know, it's one of those it's things, but it's like
1: crazier than,
2: right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, like... it's kind of like, it's like playing with a Ouija board. I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily play it with a Ouija board,
1: but the table thing, yeah, yeah I want to see yeah. that happen. Having done that, I, I, my big takeaway was why, like, why mess with them like that? Because you're bringing in this energy yeah. to entertain, right. to yes. not do anything productive. That's right. And yeah. to me, that felt, It felt like a level of frustration building up Mm -hmm. within Mm -hmm. within the interaction. Interesting. Yeah. Because it wasn't like we were asking questions. It's not like we were doing anything constructive. We weren't
2: serving. You are forcing the energy to do something that it wouldn't otherwise do. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're not serving anybody in that capacity. Just like mm -hmm. you said, it's not fun to be a medium as a party game.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And spirit doesn't want to be used as a party trick that would make good right. sense. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. So, you know, if you're going to do it, do it once, hopefully you get the most out of it. I did it twice. And the second time it was crawling on the ceiling by itself. We could barely touch it. Wow. It was insane. It was a plastic wow. table <laughs> and um, everyone was trying to keep their fingers on it to, yeah. to touch it. And it kept moving so quickly. Wow. And I was just like, I'm out. This I mean, it's not nothing, productive. <laughs> this is this is nothing just... else
0: than to, um, well, the skepticism, I suppose, if there's somebody yes. who's really doesn't believe in this stuff and you can yeah. float a table on the wall,
1: um, it would believe me, I mean, because everybody kept <laughs> saying to me, well, so the table tipping experience the, the first time I was in a room, you know, just like an eighth of this size, there was enough room for the plastic table and the plastic chairs we were sitting in and the plastic table because it would move around so much, the legs would fall off. They had to, Oh, yeah, um, yeah mask them onto Mm -hmm, there you know whatever um duct tape them and so we were sitting there all singing christmas songs and this is on the first floor of a two-story building and um so we're sitting because the only songs that we all knew and you want to get a high vibe energy going yeah so you're doing that and then all of a sudden you start hearing like not wow. just like that you know and um and then the table will start to move and the tapping will continue and i kept thinking i kept kind of opening my eyes up <laughs> it's dark but you know and no, everybody's hands were right on the edge of the table and so i don't know what was doing the thumping but something was thumping and um, <laughs> then the table starts to move around oh, and it's from their past experience it did exactly what it's done in the past which is it starts working its way over it's almost like it's thumping. um hopefully they didn't hear that so it, but it comes over and like it started just kind of moving on this one woman who was having stomach issues oh, and it was gosh. just like trying to <clears throat> assist trying to heal or wow. whatever wow. and you know she's like there's this warmth like it was just the craziest thing and um I remember looking up because the whole thing was just insane I remember looking up and understand there's a second floor above me this all of a sudden there is no ceiling it is just black okay wow. and i could see the ley lines of the earth
2: amazing mm.
1: i mean it's like i do know how to explain <laughs> that i'm just sitting there going i am tripping right but right. you know in a room like that and a high ceiling, it's like you can't wire this yep. thing you yep. can't, yep. can't trip. you can't give it that force that it sure, had you know sure, i sure. could see how the thumping could maybe be you know so anyway um but i you know we're talking about these energies and you know that energy was doing something something yeah um but I think you know when you're sitting there and playing around with it just there's curiosity and there's idle curiosity
2: yeah good and
1: one. idle curiosity has no direction and like mm-hmm. you know when we're doing channeling right. and stuff if somebody says well I'm just curious what you have to say and mm-hmm. it's like for me they got basically dead air, yeah, you know, yeah, because it, it they they need the direction. It's yep. an energetic flow, mm-hmm. and so you're sitting there, literally frustrating this energy that is. I, I don't know. The whole thing is it makes just sense. no. That makes
2: complete sense. I I mean I I can understand that. It's you know from a from a human curiosity standpoint. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'd be approaching it from. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't go into a situation like that, like trying to <clears throat> overlay my my energetic understanding into it it would be just for more idle curiosity yeah because i've never seen something like that i've heard about it Mm -hmm. i've i've you know you see it on tv okay is this real and
1: it's good to see because once you see something you can't unsee it once you experience i'm like all of the stuff i talk about is because i have physically experienced Experienced it (laughs) yeah Yeah, and so yeah you kind of don't go back on that one right
2: right and i mean that would be that would be in the same vein as as uh, we don't have many of them here in the U.S., but the U.K. I believe there's more of them. Oh gosh, the, yeah, the the, plasma the, stuff. the the trans mediums that yeah. go into trance, and then they the ectoplasmum that comes out, and all of that stuff. Yeah, that to me again would be a very interesting experience because, you know, at what because at that point the way I look at that is you are manifesting a level of energy that it's actually creating physical mass yeah. it's it's pulling enough energy out of the creating room. something from nothing, nothing, which is what the galactic. Exactly. Tell us, exactly. That yeah. They have done with our yeah. galaxy. Yeah. But it's, <clears> and, <throat> you know, and, 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 to that, to that same extent,
1: well, it's just an arrangement of energy. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> layering its frequencies <throat> and energy on yeah. top of each oh, other.
1: Oh, okay. It.
2: But you know, that, to that same extent, the UK really it probably is the the forefront for of of established that. credentialed mediums psychics
1: arthur finley school. yeah
2: arthur finley and all that Hogwarts. so yeah. yeah Hogwarts. exactly yeah. and but here we you know in the us i we and i think that's that has it it has stigma still right it has that mm-hmm. kind of that parlor trick kind of aspect to it, it doesn't have the the prominence that it does in the in the UK the respect. yeah the respect
1: but you know on the other hand like what I've learned um with the UK not say anything negative about yeah. it but it's interesting um, that here in the US and this is talking about just our energetic state of being we can shift into a higher vibe feeling here mm-hmm. you know we talk about oh it's the land of the free and all that kind of stuff but but we are granted humans have been here a lot longer than what we're going to acknowledge, but there's space, there's newness of ideas. True. There's, you know, it's just so here in this environment, we can create a new state of being, a new perspective, a new we can shift so easily to whatever we want.
2: Yeah,
1: basically, like if you're in an inner city, it's going to be more challenging. But what I've discovered with um, working with some people from the UK Mm It is so much harder for them to do that there because there is so much more of that. You know, we're talking about you know, okay, when they talk about going to see a medium, they know that that person has you know been uh, yes. certified and all yes. this kind of stuff. There are more beliefs protocols and yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but there's also more beliefs on you know superstition and you know just well, we're talking keeping thousands yourself, of but, years of history of, yeah. this sort yeah. of stuff. and so when you talk about how they layered the beginning of you know this universe it's like the the amount of layering of energy of yeah. thoughts beliefs whatever it's like if you want to really transition yeah. living in the uk it's it's almost like you need to move out of the environment switch yeah. you know like make that shift then you know mm-hmm. try going back yeah, in. yeah. i think that's going to be the densest area to have that um, have that elevation of, you know, cause, and it's also just built into, you know, Hey, we all hang around the pub. We all, you know, that's a, that's a dark, yeah. you know, yeah. negative energy pulling you down. Sure. So, um, I don't know. I just, I find it really fascinating.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't have an answer for it, No. <laughs> you know, it's like, but that is a difference between what we have yeah. here.
2: And you, and you, you mentioned it again, and you, uh, you alluded to it in the beginning, the, the aspect of you know, pubs or alcohol or you know, um, you know, anything like that that you know it it holds a certain vibration that then, in some aspects retards our vibrational aspect, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: um and and yes, I mean, it's there is there is that aspect of it, but some then would say, well, What about you know um psychedelics and raising your vibration you know that Mm -hmm. kind of thing well i i wouldn't say it necessarily raises your vibration but it it suppresses the you know the 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 psychedelics suppress your your physical and your subconscious then to enter into you know higher dimensional higher dimensional realm where alcohol and you know depressants and different things like that even to the extent even you know marijuana that's those vibrations mm-hmm. are are you yeah, a, a a lower aspect um mm-hmm. you know to dial back your vibrational load and maybe keep you a bit more grounded in the 3D mm-hmm. versus you know bring expansion expansion or right? yeah. exactly now so again some would say that well you know what I can do my mediumship work and have a drink and do well, all there's a stuff. big
0: difference between having one drink right. or something or at dinner and it, yeah. getting drunk and i hardying. can have a glass
1: of wine and do medium, <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but yeah i would not you know and and i have done it playfully yes you know having a couple of drinks and then just sure. saying let's see what you know who wants to come visit um but again i'm not afraid of negative negative energy eggs, coming in yeah. i'm staying in that oh, higher yeah. space right, right right um and i don't you know i don't drink in the charge someone. it's like are right. having a good time it's a yeah. whole different yeah. And,
2: and yeah <laughs> i mean to that extent if i'm if i know i've got clients lined up the next day mm-hmm. i'm not going to drink but, but yes but if i'm if I'm going to have, you know, just some fun with it, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not worried whether I've had a drink at dinner or whatever. That doesn't, you know, I, I don't have a worry with that. But, but again, it, you make the point, it's the belief system,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the underlying belief system that I don't entertain that. I don't entertain anything that's a lower vibration than me to connect to me or, or not connect to me, but to attach to me. Yeah. Um. And I, and I believe the same thing. It's like, I don't, I don't believe it. So it's not part of my awareness. Now, yes, some of those that might be watching this might say I'm a bit naive.
1: Well, it can be around you. But that but, doesn't
2: mean right. I, as much as I've done, and as many clients as I've worked with so far that have had actual attachments and had these things that we've helped, you mm-hmm. know, eliminate or remove or or shift, and they have not residually stuck with me.
1: Yeah, I haven't felt the need I, to cleanse and all that. No,
2: my, my my vibration is solid. I don't, you know, I don't have any worry in the world of what I'm doing. And I think that's the strength and knowing your truth and the strength and knowing your abilities.
1: I want to go back to just as a caution, because some people may not be aware of it. But, you know, when you are doing a, you, you set your intention when you're experiencing anything, right? Yep. If you're going into a higher vibrational space, you're solid. But it's a tendency with alcohol and drugs in particular that you know you are doing it to numb yourself yeah which means you are not as connected in your body and so forth and that's when the phenomenon of a walk-in occurs Mm -hmm. um not you know traditionally what people think of a walk-in but a spirit taking a soul an energy an impression whatever um stepping in and i kind of never really believe this of course everything's from experience right and so i'm going to leave some of the details out um because i don't think that they'd be appropriate or might embarrass someone but um a particular person close to me had had too much to drink Mm -hmm. and i remember looking at them and all of a sudden i saw the face of this um it was a bald-headed guy he kind of reminded me like you know i think of those like fat romans you know back in julius caesar (laughs) day that's the feeling i got but he was just he was he was just very obese kind of sweaty looking and he was looking right back at me and i was Mm -hmm. like what the hell Um, because the person i was with (laughs) had facial hair yeah so i know what they look like you know and they have a little bit of hair on their head you know so so that that experience that is just, wild I was like never again wow you know I there just it, it was so so shocking yeah but so
0: I want to ask you is that what they normally call that when that happens as a walk-in well no I mean it, yeah. my understanding of a walk-in is different
1: and I don't want to confuse people I know that. I know and I shouldn't have said it that way I don't know how to how to it's a possession, but, kind but of a when possession. you say possession, it, people that has think own that it's connotation. Then yeah. Too. yeah. And so it is, it is a, um, it is a spirit when they borrow your body. Yeah. It is a spirit and, who has found an opportune moment
2: mm-hmm.
1: to slip in, mm-hmm. but when they're, you know, when they're doing this, like, you know, this is in our home. So mm-hmm. what the hell is something like this doing hanging around us? How long have they been yeah. following? Cause it leads you to all kinds of other questions. Sure. And I sit here and say, well, I'm in a higher vibrational space. Well, it doesn't mean that, you know, somebody I'm with is nece- necessarily right. yes, going to yes, be in yes, that yes. space. And then for me to see it and for them to recognize that I see them, mm. Mm, you know, hard stop. But did that, that but that
2: individual, did that individual that, that happened to, did they feel anything? Did they no, sense No, no, they were drunk. Okay. So they were that, so they, be yeah. yeah, Okay
1: yeah i mean when because when you're drunk you, you know you, yeah, when, you don't when yeah. you're out of your body you're out of your body so you don't mm-hmm. you're you're essentially floating yeah and something else has the opportunity to do what they've wanted to do slip in yeah feel, feel that feel that body again Yeah, yeah the yeah, body, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and the alcoholic feeling sure, and sure, the sure. sensations you know and Wowza. so it's really it's gross i mean you just yeah. you feel um just it's, it's to see that happen to someone like, it's just offensive. Wow. Yeah. So it, it's a caution to people that, you know, and cause there's no way that when you're drinking that you've put, you know, white yeah. light around you, that you've done <laughs> anything that's going to protect your body. And so sure. people who are just walking around and going through this, you know, I, I wonder if that's part of the reason why they do get a little crazy when they've been drinking or when somebody says, wow, they that's never act like that. You know, it's, something's going on there but it
2: could be could it mm -hmm. be not them like somebody somebody will say something well it wasn't me it wasn't me yeah
1: and they have no clue or they blacked out or whatever you know they're blacked out yeah there is something else stepping in and so now i can say with absolute certainty that that happens
0: wow Wow. well word to the wise yes chock full of helpful information for all of you out there (laughs) so exciting yeah, this was yeah. fun. This was and, really and, good.
2: And yeah. I would say in this one, if there's if there are questions, which I'm sure there will be plenty of questions, please put them in the comments. Oh, yeah. Please put <laughs> Or them in comments. send
0: us an email if, or send us if it's, an it's private. private. Yeah. 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 But in the meantime, we want to thank you for spending your hour with us. <laughs> like and subscribe and share this video with those that you think may benefit from this information. Yes, yes, and definitely. thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Until next
2: time. Bye. Bye-bye.